podcast. My name is Abel. I'm here with Ben, Jake, and Quentin. Today we're going to be doing a top 12, our top 12 PPR tight end rankings. But first we'll do a little game with a like, name that player from some, some stats. Ben, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jake? Doing good. Doing good. Um. Yeah, nothing big to say anything. Just living life, getting ready for college, moving in next week. Next all fun week. stuff. Okay, Ben, you're moving in next week as well or two weeks? Uh, next week, yep. Next week. Dang. Quentin, you moving out? You know, I would, but I'm not old enough yet. I'm a minor, actually. Oh, if you can't tell from my voice. Got to reveal, got to reveal. Uh, <laughs> that sounds listeners. like a personal problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as far as news goes, not a whole lot going on. Um, I realized in the last podcast, we didn't cover Julio Jones to the Bucks. Does that, does that change your Mike Evans rankings for you guys? No, I think Julio Jones is a bit washed. Yeah. Do you think he, he has any fantasy value like standalone? I no, do. I, I think he could have some value on a plug-and-play weekly basis. If he has the right matchup or Mike Evans gets injured or Russell Gage, Gage gets injured, yeah, then I agree. Julio could have some value. I think I think what it hurts the most is probably Russell Gage because there was yeah. this whole like you know hype train by Russell Gage, number two target for the first part of the season. Led by me. Right, led by Quentin Choo Choo, <laughs> train conductor. But uh, – <laughs> That's probably going to crash and burn now that Julio's there. But that might cause some, you know, might be some value on Russell Gage now because it's possible Julio has absolutely nothing left, honestly. So that's Yeah, and I don't think Chris Godwin will be anything until at least week four, even if he plays. That was some more news. Chris Godwin is off the PUP and is practicing. He has a brace, so he's not, not full speed. Yeah, but, but he is doing some. He is running through some drills, so which is interesting. I would be surprised. I would be surprised if he week one immediately went for like 80, 80 yards and one touchdown. If he just, I'm expecting it to start off slow for uh, Godwin. Yeah, yeah, I I don't think they would rush him back and have him play week one. I don't think they have much of a need for it. It's a weak division, weak NFC. I think they're. It's not going to be a huge ask for them to make the playoffs. Um, Matthew Stafford has tendonitis in his throwing arm. Have you guys seen any news about this? Yeah, I saw a little bit. Oh, what I, what I saw is that they might in practice anywhere. They're just kind of keeping him to a pitch count. So they're not Mm -hmm. making sure he doesn't overuse it. Yeah. I think right now they're being overly cautious, but I, I haven't done it yet but I'm very close to moving Justin Jefferson above Cooper cup for a couple of reasons. One is the Matthew Stafford. Um, that's just a little scary to have the guy you're completely relying on, you know, Cooper cups, not nothing, but he, his value is demolished without Matthew Stafford. And then two, Allen Robinson's been having, you know, a lot of camp buzz, great reports coming out, a bunch of highlight videos coming out and making crazy catches yeah, very true. So Justin Jefferson just doesn't have that number two option that Adam Allen Robinson could be. Kind of, he's he's, I don't know. 
washed. We'll see. We'll see. He's not quite the usually the target hog that Allen Robinson is, but we don't know. Um, J.K. Dobbins is off the PUP and is practicing. Nothing really there. Uh, Winston, Jameis Winston is being evaluated for an ankle sprain. Um, again, not much, not much to say about that. Just, just to keep you updated. Uh, we're not going to talk about Deshaun Watson. We'll talk about it when the actual decision's made. We shouldn't have even talked about the six-game thing. So, but pretty much six-game happened, and then the NFL is like, "Yeah, I don't like that decision." So, we're going to appeal to ourselves and change it. So, yeah, that's um, the way to do it. If you want to, it'll. People are like, oh, "I wonder if he'll get more games." Well, the the NFL is like answering to the NFL, and they wouldn't yes. have appealed it if they didn't wasn't going to get more games. So, I think he's going to get probably a year 12 at least yeah um last thing as a chief stan uh, isaiah pacheco has been getting some first team runs with the chiefs just absolute hype train starting for him he's um he's looked great he's apparently picking up the playbook what do you guys think i, I have mixed feelings as a chiefs fan because I love to see a player succeed, but the fact that our first round pick from a couple of years ago isn't the one getting all the like dominating the first team reps. Does this I, change how you guys view Clyde? No. I feel like I've known for probably a year now, year and a half now that Clyde isn't a long-term answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way we're re- he's going to get re-signed and he is not viable by fantasy in any sense. Um, well, he's, he's still going. And, I mean, where is you guys can draft him? I go on the fifth round, fourth round. That's up to you. But, but like, like, he's still a. People are still drafting him, and and he has been good on the field. Yeah, just, but he doesn't get points. At, like, yeah, I just think he's too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be way more running back by committee this year. And honestly, Jerick McKinnon, for value of what the pick is, might be a better pick than Clyde edwards helaire Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think Clyde's passing wants to go up this year. It's just Sorry. varies too much by week. Oh, you're good. I think the Chiefs offense just varies too much by week and by matchup, especially if they're down. That is just – or if they're up, really. Um, it's just you can't get any consistency out of – Chiefs especially, running backs, are especially, especially Clyde. this year, we don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, and and with how many like, it's possible that the Chiefs carry four running backs. It yeah, could I saw be. something that Ronald Jones not might might not even make the team. He might not. It's between Ronald Jones and Jerry McKinnon probably because Andy Reid yeah. usually carries three in a fullback. So we'll uh we'll see. We'll get off the Chiefs talk. Even though we one, one more thing, one more, <laughs> one more thing, Quinn. Sorry, Sky Moore is basically Debo Samuel's right now. Been lining up in the backfield. Mm. It's true. So I'm pretty hyped about that. Let's let's see him play at least a preseason game before we put any lofty expectations on. I think he's gonna I'm be excited. pretty good. So the sky's hey. the limit. Oh my god, that's a bold. That's a bold prediction. Sky Moore will be pretty good this year. <laughs> um. All right. So we did have done this before. We're gonna do the name that player game. Last time we did Brandon Cooks. Uh, who I don't remember who won. It was just I thought it was just Jake and Quinton. Yeah, Ben wasn't here. You guys remember who won? I had it first, but I had thought it was someone else before. Like both of you took a long time. Yeah. 
So how this works, Ben, is I'm going to start reading um, some stats or facts about a player. And sure. I have I have eight of them. I don't think you'll we'll, – or, or yeah, I have eight. But you're probably not going to need that many. So whenever you're, you know who it is, lock, just say I'm locking in my answer. You don't have to – don't say who it is. We'll say – we'll get there at the end. But mm-hmm. uh, if you lock it in first, then you win pretty much. They'll get progressively okay. more telling about who the player is. First okay. one, um, this player has 53 career touchdowns. Don't think so. He's been in the league for a while. Okay, okay. some mm-hmm. analysis there. Uh, fact number two, this player has scored. He scored his first two touchdowns of his career versus the Chiefs. Ooh, probably in division. Possibly. Fact At number, one point. Fact number three. In 2017, he was top five at his position. Okay. Are we allowed to Google helpful. 2017 stats leaders? <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fact number four. Last year, this player had uh, 4.5 yards per carry, which is top 15 in the NFL. Okay. Okay. Anybody, I mean, that narrows it anybody, down for sure. Off the top of my in. head. Yeah. Yeah. Not blocking anything yeah. in yet. You got the YPC stats submitted in your brain. Oh yeah, Memorized. for sure. Memorized. Number five. Even though he finished as a top twenty running back last year, he isn't being drafted in the top thirty-two this year. Okay, I'm locking it in. Ben is locked in. Anybody I else? I think I am too. I'm locking mine in. Okay, Ben and Jake. Quentin, what are we thinking? Um, I have can, no you idea. Can, you can play it safe and cement the W, or you could play keep, for a tie. Give me those three. hints. All right, Quentin is going all in, it, or it's all or nothing, I guess. Um, number How six. Many hints are we at? six. His right. his team made a significant upgrade at quarterback. Yeah, yeah I'm right. This off yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. right on yeah. this one. Quentin, yeah. Quentin, you ready to lock in? No, what? Who are you guys thinking of? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. He plays in the NFL. Thank you. Thank you. You, help. You'd get it after the next one if you don't want to lock in yet. No, nah, I don't know. It sounds like Ben and Jake already got it. So keep giving me those hints. All right, I'll keep going. Number seven, uh, he has a teammate at the same position being drafted in the top 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's just watch Quentin Flounder. I, I know who it is. All right. I, think, I hope I'm crossing my fingers. Jake, Jake and Ben want to reveal. I don't want to be wrong. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Melvin yeah. Gordon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was good. You guys got it. You guys got it fast. I was kind of. You guys got it after. Yeah. Top twenty. Uh. So I guess that could spark a tiny discussion about Melvin Gordon. Like even yeah. just that stat, the he's <laughs> he finishes the top twenty running back and isn't being drafted in the top thirty-two. I don't know. That's. There is like that value on Melvin Gordon. I don't think he'll be as good as last year. But to have that kind of value and possible upside with an injury, is I'm, I would love to have Melvin Gordon on my team. Yeah, I love to grab Melvin Gordon as my fourth running back in the ninth round. It's very there nice. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, draft Melvin Gordon. Draft Melvin Gordon. That's the moral of the story. You better hear Unless first. you're my league, then let me draft Melvin Gordon, obviously. There you go. 
All right. Let's get Jake's into... so selfish. He is. We already knew that. Sorry. Let's get into the tight end <laughs> rankings. Um, we all four did our own rankings, and we have, like, the consensus, uh, the average between us four. Um, for you three, your top five are all exactly the same. Mine are a lot yeah. different. In so, my defense, I did mine first, so they're co- they must be copying me. They must be. <laughs> I didn't even look at the doc. Yeah, I quit at him. Didn't look at the doc. They just that. sent it to the, t- to the chat. All right. So, yeah. and because you guys are all the same, our top five consensus are the same. Uh, Kelsey and Andrews at one and two. How close? How close is Andrews to Kelsey for you guys? Ben, you can go first. Not very close. I mean, tight end is the position with the largest position gap between one and two, in my opinion. I think really so. I think everyone would say Kelsey's number one. I would say so. Yeah. I think Andrews is really good. And I think he'll maybe be better than last year. But yeah. If he's better than last year, okay. Last year, Andrews is number one, Kelsey's number two. Uh, he finished with 1.3 points per game better than Kelsey Andrews did. Yeah, if he's better than last year, I think he's going to be the tight end one. Uh, unless Kelsey <laughs> But I see some touchdown. Reg- I mean, Kelsey did not Is have the best Is that total points or points per game? Points per game. Yeah. He was number one in total points, points as well. Okay. I feel like Kelsey will benefit from target increase because Hill is gone. So mm-hmm. I think his points will go up. Because Hill took a large amount of targets. Obviously, some of those targets are going to be spread out among the receivers, Juju, MVS, Sky Moore. But I feel mm-hmm. like his he's going to be have a lot more targets. I think he's going to score a lot more points. But I also think Andrew is also going to get a lot of targets. Because can you name more than like one or two wide receivers from Baltimore right now? <laughs> Rashad Bateman and... Yeah, I, I don't know who the second wide receiver is. Exactly. Lamar Jackson doesn't really have anyone to throw to. And um, Lamar Jackson Andrews have a have a history of having a good connection. So, well, okay, so I think why Kelsey not, is number one. Why not put Andrews number one then? Because I think Mahomes is better than Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that translates over to how many throws there are per game. Ravens are better running offense, so they're probably going to run more than the Chiefs will. So more targets for Kelsey compared to Andrews. But I do think it is closer than as a Chiefs fan I would like. Yeah. I mean, also, I – so. I think um, Andrews had just a few games that really set him off. Oh, uh, and Kelsey had more consistency throughout the season, which I could see carrying over into this year as well. Yeah, uh, something to look at is um, – sorry. Andrews was not as good with Lamar Jackson as he was with Tyler Huntley or uh, another, another backup quarterback. So that's something interesting. I – personally might prefer Andrews at the value because um you know Kelsey's going into the first round Andrews is going maybe mid second so you know if he falls a little bit or if Kelsey goes early I I might just prefer something someone that's maybe a little bit worse than Kelsey but has the um has that value and still has the upside what's crazy about the tight end position last year so one and two 17.7 points per game andrews and 16.4 and then it was a drop off in i mean in it, it was drop off to 14 points and that was for uh gronk 
So Gronk and Kittle had 14. And then the next closest was like 12. So I think the largest drop off in the tight end is between two and three. It yeah, it's such a top loaded position. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, we have Kyle Pitts, second year tight end out of Atlanta. Kyle guys, Pitts is my guy. I love Kyle Pitts. Okay. Do you love Marcus Mariota? Yeah. Is that what it is? No, I okay. If you look at all of his points last year, like he was a viable tight end and he only scored one touchdown. It's true. Like he was on average scoring 10, 12 points a game. Obviously, if you look at the doc, I'll, I'll he scored I'll one touchdown. That was all yards and all catches. Now, the odds of him only catching one touchdown again are pretty low. I mean, obviously, his quarterback situation did get worse, but I still think he's good enough. And there's not that many other receiving options that can take targets away from him, mm-hmm. where I still think he'll be a good fantasy option on a bad team. So what? how many touchdowns do you think he would score this year? What do you? I think he'll get five. Five? five so if he had five more touchdowns, he averaged 10 points last year. If he had five more touchdowns, he's only going to go up uh, a couple points, about two points. Still, so, I mean, I mean, if that's going from 10.4 points per game to 12.4, and he's being drafted at the, the, the tight end three, then that's still, he'd probably finish as like the five or so with 12 some. So, I mean, it's possible he has more yardage, more catches too. He is going to be a, uh, the number one option, I would think. I mean, over. he got a thousand yards his rookie season. He did. That's very impressive for a tight end, for a wide receiver too. But for a tight end, that's yeah, pretty much unheard of. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Pitts, Ben, and then Quinn? Yeah, I mean, obviously, clear number one. You know, Calvin, Calvin Ridley's out this whole year. Um, you know, Mariota is not going to be great, but I think he can utilize a stable tight end throughout the whole year. Um, and I think, obviously, Pitts is, you know, pretty athletic and improved his rookie season. Yeah. And he's going to be a clear red zone target. Um, so That's what we, I, thought, I last, that's what we thought last year. That's true. But Cordero Patterson was kind of like last year. crazy last year. Take so. everyone's touchdowns last year. Yeah. Q, what are you thinking about Pitts? Yeah, I mean, Jake and Ben had some good thoughts. I agree with them. I think Pitts is going to have a much better year than he did Aww. last year. And it's going to be solid. I would not draft him ever because he's going too high. What is he going fourth round? I, I would think yeah. so. I think so I would never high. draft Pitts. Yeah. I'm with but, you on that. Yeah, I would either want to get so Pitts is kind of in like the no man range for me because like he's kind of in the middle where I don't want to grab a tight end because there's good wide receiver mm-hmm. and running back value. But I don't want to – but sometimes I go with the strategy of grabbing a early tight end in Andrews or Kelsey. So, so, so you're a fan of – I don't of think the, Pitts is ever going to – Either late tight end or, you know, rarely. Usually I try to grab one of these middle guys or – one of the early guys. I don't like getting stuck with a uh, non-ideal tight end. Yeah. Later. Uh, I think someone might be rubbing, rubbing their mic on something. Might be Quentin. Not me. It stopped. It's good. 
I'll cut that. Okay. Bit out. I'll, I'll, I'll cut that bit out. Um, all right. At number four, we have Darren Waller. I have him at five. You guys are all on board at four. So like there's not going to be a whole lot of discussion. I have him one spot lower. I'll, I'll, I'll reveal who I have ahead of him in a little bit. I have Pitts ahead of him and one other player that we'll get to um, in two spots. But the, the only reason that I have him lower, excuse me there, the only reason I have him lower is Devontae Adams. I, I don't see how he's going to be able to get the work share of that offense, you know, enough to – to uh what's the word i'm looking for whatever to to be worth drafting as a number four tight end i think there's a couple guys behind him that are gonna have a much higher target share that uh i would rather take i think he's a better tight nfl tight end than them but because of the the um giant target share that Devonte adams demands i just don't really want him on my team this year what do you guys think he's already he's already been inconsistent even without Devonte adams so just I adding Devonte adams is going to add another whole level to that i wouldn't draft him personally i don't think his adp is worth it um but i do think he's a dynamic enough player where he can it can have, pop off a couple games i just think with Devonte adams there and everything he's going to be very inconsistent yeah like there's going to be some games where when Adams is covered double teams, he's going to pop off and get a lot of points. And then he's just going to disappear some games when Adams takes over. Yeah. So it, I feel like he's going to be very boom and bust this year. Yeah. Just something I don't usually want for my tight end. I like something reliable. Yeah. But nice. 14 but points. having those, having those weak winning performances is a very valuable thing to have in your team. Oh, Do yeah. you guys have any, uh, Ben and Quinn have any, um, things anything t- crazy to say about Darren Waller? I've got oh, nothing crazy. crazy. I, I mean, think it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think at where he's gonna fall to in a draft. I don't know that he has great value, but I think as a player, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's really good, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously everyone's gonna be focusing on Devonte every week, and whether or not that works is another question, but. Week for sure that I think Waller could definitely make a big impact. Definitely, and he won't be being double teamed this year as much. Right. He won't have a a linebacker and a safety kind of eating down on him. So eating down on him. Yeah, that's that's a strange way of saying it, but you know what I mean. Anyways, yeah. Move on. Um, uh, we have George Kittle at number five. I have him at six. Same thing, or. Kittle and Waller, I view very similarly. I would probably take Waller ahead of him. But Kittle, when uh, Debo Samuels on the field last year with Trey Lance, he just did not get targets. And that's not going to happen. Like he's he's like, you know, one of their highest-paid players, one of their best players. And the, Kyle Shanahan's going to find a way to use him. But I need to see something from Trey Lance. George could like to have that connection that I haven't seen yet at all. So I'm not super excited to have Kittle on my team unless he falls this year. Jake, what do you what do you think about Kittle this year? Um, I've always had a rough relationship with Kittle. Um, <laughs> it's a give-take situation, you know. I give a high pick. 
he makes me lose a week you know it's my happiness like that. yeah scores i'm up by 30 points scores 40 points for the other guy makes me lose <laughs> um uh but again i think with the rookie quarterback it's it's too much of a coin toss for me especially mm-hmm. he's going right after waller in like fourth fifth sixth round um and i think there's just better value in those rounds than the coin toss that kittle is um i still think he's a better option than what i have below but again adp i just don't think he's worth drafting in that position let somebody else spend that high draft pick on a tight end while you grab that number three wide receiver or that backup right that said kittle is possibly the best overall tight end in the nfl some people I, would say that. I mean, if if you look at everything he does with the blocking and receiving, but does blocking score fantasy points? Yeah, I was no. just gonna say his. But but I'm just saying I'm I'm not saying like he should be ranked higher. I have him at six. I have him lower than you guys. I'm just saying he is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. So same with like the Darren Waller. Even though it's not a the best situation, he can do things that other tight ends are not capable of. Definitely. And if you're looking for upside then Kittle does have the opportunity to end up as the tight end one. I agree. If, Maybe it's possible Trey Lance and him have just Trey this, Lance stand. this Cooper, yeah. Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford connection. Like you I don't see know. almost zero away where Waller ends Maybe, up as the tight end one. Maybe they've been but, getting breakfast together. It's but possible. Kittle could. Yeah. But Ben, any, anything about uh, George Kittle? Yeah, I mean, obviously – he is one of the best tight ends, but last few years he has been very inconsistent fantasy wise. And, you know, I don't think we can take a lot of takeaways from Trey Lance in this first season just because he played so little. Right. And his offense, you know, he will have developed a lot since then. I think he will be using Kilmore. Um, but, like, again, same with Waller. I don't know that he's a great value pick unless he falls a couple extra rounds. So, yeah. All right, at number six, we have Dalton Schultz. Uh, Jake and Ben, you guys have him at six. Quentin, you have him down at eight, and I have him at three. So uh, let's keep this most of this discussion between this discussion between Quentin and me. Um, I love Dalton Schultz. Last year, Dalton Schultz finished as the uh, tight end three. Uh, and his situation got better. It comes down to that for me. Tight end three, situation got better. Why would I not put him at the tight end three again? Amari Cooper left. Targets are opening up. Um, uh, Cedric Wilson left. Michael Gallup's injured for the first part of the season. They have nobody else. They have Jalen Tolbert is their rookie, like mid-round wide receiver they took, and he's probably the number two wide receiver at this point. He has the connection with Dak Prescott. He's going to get hella targets. It's my professional uh, analysis. (laughs) And I think he's a solid player. I don't think he's going to, he's in the range with Pitts, Waller, Kittle, Andrews, Kelsey, you know, like as far as actual tight end go, but he is a solid choice because he has that connection with Dak and he's going to get targets, going to get touchdowns. He's on what last year was the highest scoring offense in the NFL. Uh, Stay your case, Quinn. Number eight overall, what you have. Okay, that is that's pretty convincing. 
Not gonna lie. But I just think that like um breaking news, Quentin has moved Schultz up to his tight end three. <laughs> no, I would never put him that high. I might have to bump him up at one spot. But um the reason I have him lower is because I'm not sure Dak's gonna have a great year this year. And with CD there, I think he's gonna eat up almost all of the targets, 30% target share at why least. Do you, why do you think that CD Lamb was on the team last year? Because <laughs> I mean CD Lamb's gonna get better. Like what year is Schulton? But what, but you, uh like, fourth, maybe? Okay. But okay, so is you, getting... think, you think CD Lamb's improvement as a player is gonna overcome the loss of a hundred million dollar player in Amari Cooper. All right, I'm moving Schultz up. <laughs> so that's what I he folded. He folded. All right, enough on Dalton Schultz. Uh, so like draft Dalton I was, Schultz this year. He's great. Yeah, my reasoning was that um, I had no reasoning, man. But I just think that CD is going to have a great year, and with Zeke's going to have a much improved year. I don't think Jake thinks that, but Ooh, no, no. And um, I want to touch him with a ten foot pole. With a ten foot pole. You know. What's his face? <laughs> Zeke's backup. You're a mean one. Tony? I think his name is Tony. Tony Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, that's what it is. I think Tony Pollard's going to be very involved in the pass game. Tony Pollard was top five in yards per carry last year when I was looking at um the Melvin Gordon stat, by the way. So that's something interesting. Severely yeah, underrated. Lots of, two yard, lots of two RB sets. Yeah. And maybe two hey, tight end sets. Do you guys have anything necessary to say about Dalton Schultz, Ben and Jake? I think he has a great situation. Um, I think he's going to be better this year. Um, I could see him ending up as the tight end three for sure. You, want, just, you think he's going to be better? If you think he's going to be better, then I think he should move him up, probably. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not like Quentin. I don't fold at the uh, the okay. slightest bit of argument okay. against you. We're staring at my rankings. I just think the other tight ends above him have better talent. I just like to be right. Better than over situation. <laughs> I keep on wanting to call you guys Ben and Jerry, but it's Ben and <laughs> ben, <laughs> ben and Jake. All right, I'm not an ice cream for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> for the last time, mom. <laughs> All right, at number seven we have T.J. Hawkinson. Um, I have him at seven. Quentin at six. Jake at eight, and then he's at seven for uh, Ben. So kind of all similar on him. I'll let I'll let uh Ben give me the TJ Hawkinson rundown for this year. So I think the Lions are gonna be a little bit better than last year. Um and I see, you know, Hawkinson, he was good last year as well. I mean, he wasn't anything stellar, but I think he was a solid guy. Um I see him as a pretty good red zone target. Um obviously they got Jamison Williams. And DJ Chark and Amonra are their other receivers. But, you know, that's a decent receiving core, but, you know, nothing major. So I see him getting a decent amount of targets with good touchdown potential. So, yeah, he was uh, number six in points per game, tied for number six with Darren Waller in points per game last year, but he missed uh, some games. Um, Anything else on TJ Hawkinson you guys have? Not that I can think off the top he's kind of my head. Of, he's kind of a bland pick. I mean, he's, he's yeah. kind of disappointed a little bit in his NFL career, but he's a tight end. So when you, yeah, when you, the newly when you have... newly annoyed Ben and Jerry, I'd say he's basically vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Dang. The elite puns there. Now he's chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream is not good. Oh, maybe that's a good point. <laughs> hot take. No, chocolate he's all right. ice cream isn't that great. That is that a hot? Are you saying that? Are you mocking me? It's not. No, I'm take. serious. I do not like chocolate. You know, ice cream. I'm with you. I do not like chocolate ice cream at all. Completely overrated. I mean, it's okay, but like vanilla is much better. Yeah. Wow. We all agree on that hot Give take. Me yeah. all really weird. <laughs> okay. All right. Medium number... take then. My bad. <laughs> frozen. Frozen take. Uh, number eight, Zach Ertz. I have met eight up at seven for Quentin, seven for um Jake, and ten for Ben. Let's uh let's have Jake take this one on Zach Ertz. I think it's based for me kind of on the six week suspension for DeAndre Hopkins. I feel like especially the first six weeks, he's already proven that he's a pretty good tight end. Obviously, he's a little bit on a downhill slope as he's getting older. But I feel like the first six weeks, he can rack up a lot of points because DeAndre Hopkins just isn't there as an option. Mm-hmm. And, like, who else is he going to throw to? Marquise Brown, A.J. Green. I mean, they're both not that good. I think Ertz yeah. is better than both of them. Um, Find out more. The slander. Ertz is definitely not better than Marquise Brown. Mr. Butterhands, Marquise Brown. Ertz is better than A.J. Green. Marquise. But I think Marquise yeah. Brown's pretty good. I, he, Marquise Ertz Brown is a really fast. great red zone threat. I feel like Ertz... For the for the seventh round, sorry, the seventh pick, I think Ertz as a tight end is a great pick. Yeah. I think that Marquise Brown goes fast on and off the field. That's just my take. <laughs> the only oh, thing geez. I have to say. Too soon to handle your rugs, man. Too soon. Oh, sorry. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> I have 126 reasons why that's too soon. All right. Uh. Zacherts, I like Zacherts. Um, I think what you're saying about the six week suspension is really good. Last year he was a top five tight end. Now that was only ten point six points per game, so he would have been uh eight ish uh in points per game if everyone stayed healthy. But like you said, he's proven he's a good tight end. He's got a good quarterback locked up on you know long term deal. He was good last year. He had seemed to have a good connection, high touchdown upside. Good offense, so I'm with you there. Uh, number nine, Dallas Godert, as Jake would say. Um, I have where do I have him? I have him at ten, ten for uh Quentin, nine for Jake, and eight for Ben. Quentin, give us the Dallas Godert rundown. Uh, with Jalen Hurts being better this year, as we all know, he's gonna get he's going to improve. I think Godert's upside tremendously goes up. I think he's gonna get some touchdown touchdowns and I don't know. It's a tight end, so none of them are good, but what so last year, um Dallas finished hold on, I'm looking at it. He finished as number eight. Tight end. I think he was close to top five in points per game, though. Or no, he was a little outside top five. He was about seven or eight. But um, that was without AJ Brown. So, do you think he's gonna get better with AJ Brown? Because that, um, seems, that seems a little. Some I mean, how many touchdowns did he get last year? Not a lot. Do not know off the top of my head. It wasn't a lot, I don't think. He was very I disappointing, see- though. He got his new deal, and then he he 
didn't really give fantasy managers once he didn't give him much at the end of the year he had a couple good games but i think he was a very frustrating player people were almost like dropping him streaming tight ends over him he's a big target i could see him catching seven touchdowns over the course of the year yeah and that would put him at the tight end nine or ten yeah so he's probably right in that range yeah nothing special He's a good late round if you want to grab someone in the 10th round or whatever. Ben and Jerry, anything on Godert? Nothing to add, really, on that one. Again, yeah. I think he's good. Miss. All right. Uh, Dawson, Dawson Knox at number 10. Um, Knox is interesting. Jake, I don't think you have him in your top 12, do you? I think you're the lowest one on him. So I'll let you talk about him. I, I'll have some things to say, too, but go ahead. Um, I mean, he's on the Bills offense, which is a buzzsaw. I just don't know if he's going to get a lot of targets because Stefan Diggs obviously takes a lot of them, probably about 30, 40% of the targets. 30. Um, I, I, I doubt it's much over 30. Yeah, probably, but... Probably a little under 30. And there's, they have all the... Uh, Beasley's gone, but they still have a lot of other receivers. I Gabe just Davis. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, yeah. Uh, Jameson Williams, or... Yeah. No, that's, that's no, no, that's no not nice. not Jamison Williams, Jamison Crowder. Yep. So I just I feel like he's not exactly on the highest or on the higher side of the totem pole. I feel like he's just mm-hmm. going to get less targets than other people, and I just don't think he's as good as the other pass catchers. Last so, year he did not he hardly he did not get very many targets. What yeah. carried him was he had like I don't know off the top of my head, but I think it was like twelve touchdowns. No. It was nine. nine. It was nine. Okay. So it was close. Mm, still he had a lot. A lot of touchdowns for a tight end. And that's what was his fantasy value into almost entirely last year. Um, I think they have better um they'll have better wide receivers this year because Gabe Davis is coming into his own. Jamison Crowder is uh, a good replacement for oh geez. Beasley. Was, no, Beasley was got left two years ago, I believe. Um who was wide receiver? He was on the Broncos. Manuel Sanders. Manuel Sanders. Daniel. Yeah, he's a you know probably one for one replacement, probably a little better than Emmanuel Sanders. Um, they'll probably run it a little more. And then they have you know James Cook in the passing game as well. So I think his I think he's gonna have some touchdown regression. I have him at eleven. Um, where is he for Ben? Ben, you, you have him at nine. So nine. give us give mm-hmm. us the upside. Why do you like Dawson Knox? If I mean. Nice. You know, obviously their offense is great, and he did. You know, he probably will have some touchdown regression last year, but or from last year. But he only had forty nine catches last year, and nine of them were touchdowns. That's and crazy. so I such yeah, a high percentage. I, yeah, <laughs> I I see him as, and he was pretty consistent. Like he didn't have you know just a couple games where he caught like three touchdowns. He did um, have those, but he also had a bunch of one touchdown games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's gonna be a good red zone threat and Josh Allen's gonna throw for you know tons of yards and touchdowns this year. So yeah. All right, I like it. Uh we have Irv Smith at tight end eleven. These last two, we don't we don't have our we all, all we have is our top twelve rankings out, so we don't know if these are actually end up being our eleven and twelve. But we have Irv Smith and Cole Komet at um Cole Komet's at twelve. Irv, I think I'm who who has Irv Smith. I have him in my top twelve, and Quentin, and Quinton does, and Ben does. Jake, you don't. Um, 
Jake, what do you think about Irv Smith? Do you, is he going to be like 13, 14 for you? Or? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. right outside. I mean, the only basically. Th- yeah. Irv Smith, he's, there was like, you know, there was a, a lot of buzz around him coming into this year and coming into last year. And then last year he got injured. He, I think he was out for like the whole year, most of the year, if not. And this year, I think there was another, I think he put up on the PUP, PUP for a little bit, didn't he? Um, he could Sounds still be on right. it. So he, this is the point where tight ends start to drop off. Um, the reason Cole commits in our top 12 is I have him at nine, which is um, I'm the only one that has him in my top 12, and I have him at nine. So I'll talk about him for a second. I think the most important thing for tight ends is consistent targets, good offense or bad offense. And that's exactly what Cole Komet's going to get. He's the number two option behind Darnell Mooney um, in Chicago. And Justin Fields is a good quarterback, at least we think. You know, he's still growing into his own. But it's just off the back of a very high, you know, 20, 20, maybe 20 plus percent target share. He's not someone I love, but at the end of a, at the end of the draft, I would totally take Cole Komet as a floor play in PPR. He didn't catch any touchdowns the last year, did he? I mean, more, he caught like one more, to, more to me. Yeah, that's because that's because Jimmy Graham was stealing all his touchdowns. I mean, Jimmy Graham is not going to keep stealing all his touchdowns. If Jimmy Graham's stealing a touchdown, then you have a problem. Jimmy Graham's a good, <laughs> he's a good red zone. He's as as every broadcast uh, doesn't let you forget. He was a basketball player. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times you've heard that about the basketball players is unbelievable. Every tight end, but yeah, um, not much more to say about Cole Komet. Get him in your late round if you wanna if you wanna punt on tight end till your last few picks. Uh, Quentin, what do you have to say about Irv Smith? I mean, last year he tore his ACL. So this year I'm looking for him to bounce back. And with hopefully he doesn't, Jeff, bounce, Jeff, hopefully he doesn't bounce too hard. Yeah, hopefully his knee doesn't bounce. Okay, anyways, <laughs> dumb jokes, dumb jokes. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I think Jefferson will eat up a lot of the attention and feel it even. He's a good red zone threat. So Irv Smith could get five or six touchdowns just with Cook Cousins just lobbing it in the back of the end zone. And hopefully Smith comes down some. And he'll end up in the top 12, almost guarantee it. Yeah. So The only thing with Irv Smith is we haven't seen it from him. He's one of those players where everyone's talking about him. You know, everyone knows who he is and thinks he's going to be good, but we haven't seen it. So, yeah, but... I guess you have to you have to make uh, call your shots. You gotta in, call your shots somewhere at the end of the top twelve and in, in uh, yeah. tight ends. Just get so. just get one of the good people. Make it easy on yourself. <laughs> get killed. But if you don't want to, Irv Smith or Cole Komet, I view very similarly, and I would take either of them late in the rounds. Definitely. Um, yeah. overall overall advice or takes about tight ends this year. Let's go Ben, Jake, and then Quentin. Well, I mean, as we discussed, there's a pretty big gap, you know, between the top couple and the rest. So it's really just looking at what value your pick has and where the rest of your team is at. 
And there's, you know, some guys here that we said have good value for what pick they're probably going to fall to and some have bads. So it's really just gauging where you're at and where the rest of your team's at. Amen. Jake word word. I say go early or go late. Um, if you're, yep. if you're that nine spot, that, that 10 spot, that 11 spot, maybe go with Kelsey is a great idea, but if you're not there and you're in the earlier half of picking things, take a tight end late just because for the position, if you're not getting that one and that two, they're all very similar number wise. Mm-hmm. So it's not worth spending that fifth round pick there instead of going for a more valuable position. So even getting a, um, a Hunter Henry, a Jaseki, uh, is not that different than getting a Hawkinson. Word, Ben and Jay. I got nothing to add to that. These two <laughs> fine gentlemen just spoke some wisdom into my ears. Uh, one quick thing before we go. Jake, you had David and Joke in your top 12. Is that on the belief that Deshaun Watson will play? That is based completely on the belief that Deshaun okay. Watson will play. Okay, I don't think there's anything to say then. If he if it is a six games, somehow it won't be. But if, if it it's was six, six games, games, he's on yeah, the twelve. If I he's would, not, the Knox move. goes into number twelve. Yeah, I'd probably move him top top uh twelve as well if he was playing. But that will do it for uh, our tight end episode. Um, we would love to do a mailbag coming up. So if you guys can get your questions ready, our, e- our uh, email is field2fantasy at gmail.com, field2fantasy at gmail.com. Also on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review and a comment, and we'll read that on the mailbag. Um, or uh, you can leave reviews on a Spotify as well, I believe. But with that, we'll get out of here. Thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll come at you with another podcast soon. Adios. See ya. See ya.